Hello, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Casanas. This is episode 115, season five. And today's date is March 27, 2022. And uh, happy Sunday, everybody. And thank you for joining me. Uh, today, I will talk about something different. I'm talking about the 40th anniversary of A&P supermarkets that closed in the Chicagoland area. And I will talk about my memories of the store. Also, I'll do a wrap-up of, of this past week's uh, post on Van Chicagoland. Get into more detail of that. And uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Listerol's Disinfectant Spray from the makers of Listerine. I know it's a strange product. Uh, I stumbled upon it on YouTube, and I do remember this product. So here is a commercial from 1974. Here we go. Hi, I'm Vi Wellick, owner of the Flying E Ranch, speaking for new Listerol spray disinfectant from the Listerine people. Listerol sounded like something I'd like, and I do. It has four germ killers to wipe out odor-causing germs prevents mold and mildew and has proven more effective in controlling their odors than the leading brand. And I love this smacking clean smell. We've switched to Listerol at this ranch. Listerol spray disinfectant, the new germ killer from the makers of Listerine Antiseptic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Listerol. Uh, that seems like a knockoff of Lysol, <laughs> you know. Uh, Lysol's still around. Listerol, nah, it's not around. I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when I was growing up, I do remember this product. I really do. You know, it was like when I watched television a lot. And uh, I remember a lot of weird products, you know. Some are not, some have changed, some are gone, like Haley's MO for laxative. <laughs> That's from Philips Milk of Magnesia. I saw another commercial of that. And, uh, you know, nothing flashy. Commercials, just plain old straightforward. Okay. At the top of the program, I'm going to talk about, uh, I, like I said, I'm sorry. Uh, on top of the program, I'm going to talk about the 40th anniversary of A&P supermarkets that closed in the Chicago area. And they continued uh, elsewhere, mostly on the Northeast in the United States. So I'll go into more detail how the pro, how the company started. My memories of, of uh, being in the stores, you know, I shop with my mother and the products. Uh, like, for example, 8 O'Clock Coffee and Jane Parker and also Ann Page. So we'll go into that. Right now, I'm going to do a wrap-up of last week's uh, post on Van Chicagoland. Uh, there's only a few, so uh, just bear with me. And uh, last, let's see, about four days ago, I posted a photo that 
that was from the 1960s. It was in the Chicago Loop on the corner of West Washington Street and State Street. And uh, that one was really cool, you know. And uh, they showed two stores that are very well known and that people remembered. One was Carol's Menswear. It was on the corner. And the Chicago Federal Savings uh, Building. It was uh, the bank. Carol's, a lot of people remember that. They had wonderful clothes. You know, it was the Red Hanger shops. Uh, there was one in Fort City, near where I used to live, at the Fort City Shopping Center. Also in 63rd and Ketsey. And uh, they were around for a long time. And I think they closed probably late 80s, 90s, you know. And uh, I remember I bought a tie there and uh, for when, when I bought a new suit. And uh, it was beautiful. I remember it was like gold, you know, golden. And uh, it was a nice store. Very nice store, indeed. Okay, the next um, item. I posted a menu from the, it was the Yacht Club restaurant at the Edgewater Beach Hotel, located on the north side. And a lot of people love, they love that hotel. You know, remember the pink building? You know, uh, the hotel's gone. Uh, but there's the apartments there, and it's right near uh, St. Andrew's Greek Orthodox Church. Uh, I went to I went to a wedding there one time and a couple occasions, and uh, it's be- the church is beautiful. I love it there. It's right on the right by the lakefront. And Edgewater, um, the Beach Hotel, was a very very popular place uh, in its heyday. I might do a podcast episode about uh, the history of that. Kind of interesting. Also, um, let's see, uh, I posted another Creature Features ad, and it was from the 1961 movie, Creature from the Haunted Sea. I never saw this movie. I heard It's by directed by Roger Corman, and uh, they said, some people said it was terrible. <laughs> not when you're a kid, it's really scary, but believe it or not, when I posted this on my Facebook page, people remembered this movie. <laughs> I remember watching it. <laughs> You know, so uh, that was a first, you know, for that to air on Creature Features. You know. So um, a lot of, uh, wasn't, it was not, uh, how would I say it, top quality film. You know, it was probably low budget. Okay. Next thing was, uh, this past uh, Friday was Greek Independence Day. You know, and Chronia uh, Palata, everybody, who celebrate their name today. And uh, this is a photo I posted last year. And I just, you know, and I decided to post this year. And it's a photo from 1975, and it's a, flo- a parade. It's a float from the Greek Independence Parade, and uh, they used to march on State Street. Now the, the this year's per- Greek Independence Parade will be in May. Uh, they announced that a little while ago, and it's going to be a Greek town on Halstead Street. Not appropriate, and. Uh, this float was, uh, you know, it was uh, driving by, well, I guess driving, <laughs> and uh, it was passing by the Charles A. Stevens store. Beautiful clothes, beautiful store. People still miss it. Okay, and uh, let's see. The last thing I posted was a the famous billboard from the Sudery, a men's clothing store. If you remember, it's by uh, on Dearborn Street. By the Chicago River near uh, the Maria Towers. 
This was in the 1980s. And uh, I never, I don't remember shopping at this store, but I remember the commercials on television. They had a lot of locations. Um, the one I'm most familiar was not downtown, but in Oak Lawn. And uh, it was on 95th Street. And uh, they had several locations. I don't know who opened it, who started it, or exactly when it closed. I, I tried to find history of it, but not not much. You know, maybe I'll keep trying. If I then mention to another episode, we'll see. We'll see about that. But uh, again, it was a, a very nice store. Beautiful suits, men's suits, ties, shirts. Oh, you know, guys today don't dress up anymore. They're sloppy. <laughs> but I like to wear a suit occasionally. You know, it's nice. I, I remember when going to church. You know, if you go to a wedding, you know, a, a function that is. Uh, it is required, you know, that the attire that's required to wear. Okay. Alrighty. Next up, we'll talk about uh, the 40th anniversary of A&P supermarkets. And they uh, closed around this week in 1982. Uh, before I get to that, I want to mention one thing. Uh, today is March, like I said, it was March 27. This is my five-month anniversary of being cancer-free. From prostate cancer. I'm very happy, very pleased. I will see the doctor one month from now for my six-month checkup, uh, but tomorrow I'll go to my regular doctor, see if everything's okay. Uh, still don't like to go. I'm nervous. I, I don't know, but that, I'm feeling much better. Uh, I've had some weird side effects from the drug I take every day, uh, but uh, it's, it's taxing. It's very... Uh, you know, I'm struggling like that, but I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Okay. Right now, we'll talk about the AMP. And uh, let's see. Uh, I posted a ad last night, and it showed uh, they had a closeout sale. And uh, I don't know exactly how many. I mean, uh, I don't have time to count, but it seemed like there were about 30 stores in the Chicago area that were still open. So a couple in Indiana, you know, and they were in Chicago and the suburbs. And uh, I remember the one uh, in Oklahoma. And also, uh, but the one I remembered was uh, when I lived in the Roseland area. It was in the early 70s. It was located on 112, East 112th Street uh, between State and Michigan, right near Gately's People's Store. And uh, it was on the right side of the street when you head west. And uh, my mom shopped there frequently. She really did. She liked the store. And I remember going in. And, I don't know, for some strange reason, I remember sawdust. I think there was sawdust. It must have been in the store. But uh, she took me and my brothers to, to go shopping. And I remember certain items. For example, uh, it was Ann Page. I know she made uh, jellies and spices and uh, peanut butter. Also, there was a Sunny Brook eggs. Remember that? Uh, there was also Sultana tea. Okay. And, uh, of course, there was Jane Parker brands. They had their bread, uh, donuts. Also, their famous... Uh, pastry is the Spanish bar cake. Now, the Spanish bar cake, uh, it was like a spice cake, and it includes uh, 
nutmeg and a hint of clove and sometimes there were raisins in and it was two layers and uh it had vanilla frosting i've never tried it but a lot of people mentioned and said they used to buy this cake at uh, amp and they loved it and uh believe it or not jane parker it, has a, has a website. It's sort of still in business, and maybe you can order it. But uh, I checked the website, and it's sold out. I don't know if it's still around. I have no idea. And uh, they look pretty good. Yeah, they look pretty good. That's famous for And, of course, uh, let's see what else. Also, they're famous for 8 o'clock coffee, uh, which is still around. But AMP is not, so uh, it was bought from another company. I think it, they sold it in 1979, right before, a few years before the AMP stores closed in Chicago. Okay, right now I'm going to play a commercial for 8 o'clock coffee, and uh, it's the We Care commercial. And this is the 8 o'clock coffee commercial from 1975. Enjoy. A&P cares about coffee every single bean. So we keep the richness of our 100% Brazilian 8 o'clock coffee nature seal in whole beans until it's ground to your order. Keeps 8 o'clock's Brazil bright flavor alive like no can can. 8 o'clock's live flavor. Always a money saver at A&P and A&P's Amart food stores. Now 69 cents a pound of the three pound bag for $1.99. A&P cares about coffee and about you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for 8 o'clock coffee. Uh, the voice of the man is Casey Kasem. Sounds like Casey Kasem. I believe it's him. And uh, 8 o'clock coffee is still around. You can purchase at uh, stores. Maybe, you know, and uh, no longer owned by AMP. No. No longer owned. I remember when I was little, um, the AMP store, they had the grinders. You know, that red machine and it's silver and you adjust uh, how you want your coffee. Remember that? And uh, when you walked into the store, you you have the aroma. Oh, it's heavenly. It really does. Believe it or not, believe it or not my mother never bought one. She never bought one. And she never bought that coffee. And, uh, you know, someday maybe I will buy it. See how it tastes. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned the store before. It was on 112th Street and Michigan Avenue. Also, uh, when we moved to Ashburn in 1974, uh, the AP that was nearby was probably on 81st and Cicero, but there was one on 79th Street and Pulaski right near Bogan High School where I went to school. And uh, I heard about maybe a year before it, it caught fire. And they burned. And uh, so I was told by the kids and the neighbors that, you know, there was an AMP, but it was gone. And uh, it was replaced by Barnaby's Pizza, I think. You remember that? Uh, I used to eat that pizza when I was in high school. Then they changed it to Sorello's. Sorrento's? I forgot the name. Barnaby's is still around. Uh, there's one in, I think, Northbrook or Des Plaines. I think there's one left. But there was one in 111th and Cicero in Nelson, I think. Anyway, so uh, AMP struggled around for a while. Uh, 
you know, there was too much competition, you know, because the company was founded in 1859 and it was called the, of course, it was named the, uh, the Great Atlantic Pacific Tea Company. So I shortened that. And uh, it was found by a man named George Gilman as the Gilman and Company. And uh, it was not a grocery store. It was like a small chain of uh, tea and coffee stores. So it was just tea and coffee in New York. Later on, it turned into a store, regular store, you know, grocery stores. And then uh, the first A&P grocery store happened in 1900, believe it or not. And then it just grew and grew and grew. In 19, uh, by 1930, it grew to 16,000 stores. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then by the, uh, later on, they turned into a supermarket. And then um, sometimes uh, there was rumored that they had poor customer service. And uh, and they, it, they didn't modernize. It reminds me of Sears. That's what it was. And... Uh, Also, it was another founder of the store, besides George Gilman, was George Huntington Hartford. was another guy. The headquarters was uh, in Montvale, New Jersey. So uh, when it closed in the 80s, I remember when I went to DeVry Institute of Technology in the 80s, I went to college there. I took a course in financial accounting. I think either cost accounting or I took both classes, but uh, I don't know which one that A&P was mentioned. The teacher mentioned about A&P, how, what happened? Why did it fail in Chicago? Why did it leave? And I sort of remembered that. And I forgot the reason why, but uh, we had to do something, an assignment about that. Uh, but I'm not very good at counting. I still am not. Uh, that's a one subject I'm terrible at. Anyway, so uh, in the late 80s, uh, I went on a trip to New York for the first time. And uh, believe it or not, they stayed in, in Manhattan. And I remember when I uh, walked around or I took a cab, I saw A&P stores. So, you know what? One day I just walked in to an A&P store to, to see if it reminded me of the ones uh, when I was growing up in Chicago. It sort of did. There was a little uh, A&P. Uh, Eight o'clock coffee was gone by then. and But uh, their products are still around. Uh, Ann Page or Jane Parker. Mm, I don't really remember. So that was the last time I visited an A&P, and that was in New York City. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, and then, um, so, and then it went out of business in 2015. That was the last. And I think uh, there were a few operating in Canada. So uh, now they have, uh, on YouTube, they have like, um, they they celebrate the A&P. They have old commercials. They show the products, you know, and people still miss the store. And when I posted a uh, a photo the other day, it was an AP in store, AP store, and then there was a, a CTA bus driving by. I don't know the location. And when people saw that, uh, their memories kept, they were coming back. You know, people, it was, uh, people walked to the store and, uh, they, they remembered which where, where it was located. 
in their neighborhoods. And uh, it was nice. And some people worked there. You know, some people liked it. Some people didn't, you know, which is a shame. Okay. So, you know, uh, I also wrote a story about AMP uh, on my blog. So if you go to my, my blog, blog and uh, type in AMP, you would find it. You would find that. Okay. So that'll be all for today. Uh, thank you for joining me. I discussed my uh, my post. You know, I did a wrap-up of last week's post on Bash Chicagoland on Facebook. Also, I talked about the 40th anniversary of AMP supermarkets that closed in the Chicagoland area. Oh, another thing I mentioned about AMP, uh, the commercials. There was uh, two guys. Uh, this was in the 70s. One was Price and one other one was Pride. And let's see. I think uh, you know there was a, like a short guy and there was a big, tall, overweight guy like that. And I uh, remember those commercials in the 70s when they aired in Chicago. And you can find a couple of them on YouTube. You really can. Okay. And let's see. So that's it for today. Uh, I will do another episode probably Tuesday. Uh, we'll see what I'll discuss. Uh, tonight is the Oscars. I will watch that. Uh, not a big movie fan, but I'll watch it anyway. You know, the, the last movie I saw was The Batman. Three hour long movie with my brother. I loved it. It was a great movie. And, uh, you know, when you go to a theater, it's traditional to buy popcorn. And I did that. <laughs> You know, they they go together like peanut butter and jelly. You know, so that was the last one we just saw. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, be a you know, famously, if Oscar nights are either long, boring, or you know, they just always, there'll be a surprise. There always was. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay, so this is Pete Castanis for Van Chicago and Stories the podcast. Uh, thank you again for joining me. I hope to hear from you soon. And uh, like I said before, I'll do another episode on Tuesday. Right now, uh, here is Ray Rayner doing a little traveling music and saying bye-bye for now. So, so long, everybody. Take care. And here is Ray. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>